Welcome back to the Inklecast. It's been a while since we last talked about our new upcoming project, and we've just entered development, so we thought we'd share some of the processes that we've been through. I'm Tom. I'm Joe. And I'm John. Okay, so... So this project that we're going to try to avoid saying too much about, we're going to sort of tiptoe around it slightly. Yeah, well, I just noticed you've already lied because you said we've just started it, when oh, in truth well. we've sort of been working on it for about a year at right. least. Well, that's a good place to start then. <laughs> so, the, like, you guys had started working on this thing before I even joined the company, so it's about a year and three months ago or something? Well, that's sort of true, and it's sort of not true in that there's been... Um, a few ideas that we've been circulating around um, that started as one project and they sort of morphed into another project. Um, yeah, so after 80 days happened to us <laughs> as a company and we sort of reeled from that for about six months not really knowing quite what to do with ourselves anymore and uh, yeah, and kind of had a series of, of sort of creative, I don't know, not disasters exactly, but like like sort of thoughts that went one way and then stopped and then went another way and then stopped and then another way and stopped and really kind of we spent a long time we not quite knowing what it was the next thing we were going to try and mm. do because I think when we started we had a really clear sense of what we were trying to do and 80 days kind of did it I think for me um, like right after 80 days I was definitely burned out in a way that I've never been burned out before in that um, I actually started to get a bit scared that I was losing my enthusiasm for any kind of creativity whatsoever. Mm. And it was only later that I heard that that's actually a, a symptom of actually being burned out. And it's nothing like being tired. It's just like this really long-term thing where for a number of months you actually kind of lose interest in a, in a lot of what you were previously interested in. And I know that it was just a phase because I'm completely, I've, I've completely bounced back now. He's but... back, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> We can make games again. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really quite a long time ago, is the thing that really yeah, yeah. strikes me. I mean, yeah. it's almost two years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of scary. Or is it a year and a half since 80 Days came out? I'm not sure. No, I think it must be about two years. <laughs> I think it must be about two years. Um... Yeah, so, and so we built quite a lot of little sort of prototypes and we sketched out a lot of ideas and we struggled mm. a lot to find any sort of theme that we really wanted to. And obviously mm. at the same time we were working on the sorcery games, but they were kind of very much a solved problem at this point. Like yeah. We knew exactly what we were doing. So, so I guess for about the last year and a half, we've been settled on roughly how the game would work exactly sort of how it would be a development on what we've done before mm -hmm. how the interactivity would work the way it was presented which is quite a step up i think at the time it was one of those things where we thought oh we'll just do this now and the more that we do it the more you realize quite how complex doing but that, that actually that, is that also describes 80 days in that after you know after doing the first two sorcery games we had an idea that we just couldn't get out of our heads um, for 80 days that we it would just be like sorcery but we'd do the book of around the world in 80 days and it was kind of the graphical design was kind of similar and the, the the whole game design would be pretty similar and then we got carried away and it was completely different yeah um, i guess that's true this but does... with this this isn't this is an entirely different level of like stepping beyond the previous kind of formulas that we've used in the past yeah so i mean on a very basic level like we've switched over to using unity so we've completely changed our tool set yeah 
And which, part of that was, um, yeah, rewriting ink from scratch. Right, exactly. And then we've tools. also rewritten our, our text engine completely from scratch yeah. as well, including redesigning it, which I've kind of forgotten that whole process of redesigning it, but I guess that was quite long, actually. Like, we argued about that for quite a long time, yeah. exactly how to make it work. Yeah. You know, I'm quite happy with the results and that, but it yeah. was funny. I've almost completely blanked that period of time. It's just yeah, part exactly. of that <laughs> kind of creative dead space. It's funny because all of this stuff actually did happen before I joined the company. Like, this, you were still developing ink up until like now. I guess it's still going on. But mm. I remember you were showing me ink version two when I first joined the company, and I applied mm. as a Unity developer. So a lot of these decisions, I suppose, were made reasonably quickly after eighty days. I suppose. Wow. So in the next I mean, even like you didn't join the company until almost what nine months after eighty days came out. Yeah, it must think. have been. That and right. then. Of course, then we were doing the PC port for 80 days, which was mostly handled by Cape Guy, who did an amazing job and kind of, but we dropped in a little bit and did a little mm. bit of work on that. And that was kind of what you did first, Tom. Mm. So uh, there's been lots of little bitty things that have kind of eaten mm. up our time for a long time. But in the background, this project has been sort of muddling along yeah. and growing. I don't know. I, but it's been really difficult to commit to it because it's never quite felt whole. And yeah. then I think I had my first moment of genuinely thinking, oh, this is actually quite a good idea and it's been worth <laughs> The time we put into it, I think that was only about like four months ago, five months ago. Like, mm. so it it has, it a has sort of... started to come together and started to click only pretty recently. And in fact, it's only in the past week or two, basically since Sorcery Four was released, where I've I've my excitement levels have jumped way up because it suddenly feels like we're all working in the same direction on this project, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Mm. So it kind of it has a skirting around it it has yeah. a sort of broad sort of traversal type layer and then within that it has a sort of a couple of things which lesser people would call mini games <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my mind it's kind of split in in two in that there's traveling and there's story right yeah which could describe 80 days in sorcery I as guess, well I but guess, yeah but it's it's well, completely there's, different. There's one, there's one other gameplay element as well. Yeah, which is, sure. Yeah, which but is, like that's the mini game part. That's right? the mini game that's, part. But, but that sits on top yeah, of those two. Yeah, kind those of two more core pillars. Bedrocks. And it's funny because the, the traveling was such an obvious thing, but actually getting it to work nicely has been mm. a real pain. And it's got mm. a few details for exactly how you and exactly where you you travel and how you choose <laughs> where you travel and that kind of stuff, which which have really been quite difficult to solve, actually. Mm. And, and then, we're still, yeah, we're still solving them. We've, we've been having an argument well, earlier yeah, today, yeah, in fact, yeah. of it. Exactly. But I feel like the, the core of it, I, I know why it's fun now. I know, I, yeah. like, as since the last interesting prototype that we did. Mm. I hope listeners are enjoying this, because I <laughs> it. it must be agonising to listen to, just listening to all of these abstract... Um... We should put this up on Twitter with a poll, which is like two buttons of like, tell me more and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the two, isn't it? Um, but I think the other interesting thing is the way the narrative content, because obviously it has narrative content, right? That's, mm. that's our thing. And the way that that's going to be delivered, that like, I know you've had a sort of a, a kind of a kind of tip of the iceberg vision for a long time of what it would be like mm. but the actual details of the rest of the iceberg have been well, pretty unclear for that, a that pretty much describes game design in a nutshell right you true. have this yeah. glimmer of an idea and it does trickle down but it's there's a huge amount of work involved in working out exactly all of those details about like based on this initial spark of an idea how mm. all of the the bits fit together and I whether it even works actually whether there's a lot of 
game designs out there where they don't have that tip idea at all, but they just take elements that they know work and just keep mm. doing them until they get I mean, more going. I think I think I'm a big fan of actually um, knowingly, knowingly doing that with your eyes open uh, for bits of the game that you think there's no need to innovate absolutely everywhere across the entire game. <laughs> yeah. Let's just use this game system that we know that would work, that's inoffensive and just carries the bits that we really care about. Yeah. Funny you say that, true. though, because we're actually not doing it very much. Like, <laughs> no. The traversal no. is rooted in some very familiar stuff, but actually the thing that we've spent most of the time developing I have never seen before. Yeah. Yeah. I think... That pretty much describes yeah. the entire game. It's funny, actually, most of the elements of the game... I, I keep finding myself saying, look, this is obviously a thing that you can make a good game out of, this particular activity. Mm. You like the word activity, Tom, don't you? Yeah. That this activity is something which you can obviously make a good interactive experience of, but I've never seen it done even vaguely competently and basically never seen it done at all. Like, everybody just avoids it or they simplify it down to just a button press or just a resource collection or something. And, like, let's try and do it a bit more properly than that. And that I feel like that describes every single component of the game which is this ought to be a thing in games and it's not a thing in games. Yeah. And the more that we try and make it, we won't go, okay, I can sort of see why it's not a thing in games because it's yeah. really it hard. It is really, to, really hard. And occasionally, occasionally you do see games coming out that uh, use the same themes or the same scenario or the same activity. Yeah. Uh, but they do it in a kind of, in a really super lightweight way of, of just sort of pretending that there's a mechanic there when actually it's a very thinly veiled absolutely yeah kind of there, was, there was one that really gave me the gave me the fright i think it was about a year and a half ago a very large triple a game came out and it said mm. in this particular iteration of this franchise yeah the main character now has the ability to do x and i thought oh no x is like a killer thing and then i looked at how they were doing x and they literally meant this character can press X to do X. (laughs) I don't need to worry about that. And it's, yeah, that's really interesting. But that's one of the problems of a long development is I think, and it has been a long development at this point Mm. for us. Like our games are normally nine months tops. Yeah, in fact, Um, 80 Days was our longest project. Yeah, Sorcery 4 might just push that out now. But then I guess you're sort of multitasking with that one. But I think we... But like 80 Days is our... Our longest kind of all hands on deck Full kind on. of yeah yeah absolutely um, but and what, that was only nine months like each yeah um, so. but I mean if we were in a studio like a, a, a sort of commercial studio context then I don't think anything we would have done so far would have been classed as production this has all been pre-production no maybe absolutely we're just tipping into production yeah I think now. we're only just tipping into production so now. that's kind of so long as we can we can knock it out in half a year I think we can <laughs> keep <laughs> ourselves high, but, yeah we'll see <laughs> yeah it's, kind of, it's been really interesting so like what have we actually been doing in that time well um so We've all basically been prototyping, right? That's what mm. we've been doing. So I've been doing mostly story structure prototypes, trying to get ink to fall in the right shape mm. that we need it for the game to come out. And then out. you've and also been, been working so many on versions of those. And then you've also been working on kind of one of the so-called mini games. It's not really a mini game, yeah, but it's sort that's... of a mini game, which has been an extraordinarily hard problem to Absolutely. solve. It's mm. been completely horrendous. I think um, I'm on my maybe my ninth main version of how it works even though yeah. the idea is a one-liner on paper yeah. mm. but and it's then... lovely to see like uh i think i can say this without spoiling thing no man's sky a- approached a similar problem and solved it in the most rubbish way possible just like the obvious thing like this is what you do if you don't want to think about the problem and we've actually tried to solve the problem and it's been hard like we could have mm. taken I mean, that I, approach actually in the case but... of no man's sky i don't mind their approach because like if you if you just 
if you're happy with the fact that it's not like an in-depth it's major not mechanic it's actually doing that mechanic yeah and yeah. but that's fine and it's yeah. just a it's a nice yeah it's functional it's yeah. just another it's just another thing yeah because actually do. like <laughs> we should out... do a whole other Inklecast in about right, um, yeah. No Man's Sky and the elements of No Man's <laughs> Sky because that's something we have talked about quite a lot like everyone else yeah but maybe everyone well. else is sick of it by yeah, now I don't maybe, know maybe. Um, we could do a controversial one of things we like about... about No Man's Sky <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Um, but yeah so that's what I've been doing Tom what have you been doing uh, so I guess I've done a, there was the original prototype which was actually for the the thing that we haven't talked about right. which is when I joined we were pitching um uh, to an established uh, franchise, um, and we're going to try to develop a game around that franchise, and it's quite hard to really mention anything. Well, about I mean, I think saying it's saying it, was, it was quite a major TV license. That it we, was. We yes. were, I think, approached by. Yeah, we were approached by. Yeah, and we pitched something for it. And it's sort of. We, I think it's safe to say that we're not doing that right now. But like, <laughs> we did spend a long time thinking that we might seriously do that. So yeah. we were building a, a prototype for that. And it was a story flow prototype. Uh, no, oh, no, 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 that was it the was... previous prototype. Oh, God, yeah. There, there, was, was, a a, there was a traversal. There was a traversal <laughs> prototype. Yeah, yeah. yeah there a was sort of an arcade game, I guess. Oh, I've forgotten that. That was a yeah, racing fun. game? I don't yeah, quite know what I call of, it. Yeah. Traversal, I guess. Well, I missed that prototype, actually. I still think it was quite good. It was really good. But that's one of the few that we've actually just thrown away entirely. Everything else we've built up. Yeah. This that's, one's just that's, been chucked that's away. That's fair to say and makes me feel a bit better, actually. About the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. And it was um, quite a bit of time on that and one. And yeah, so you did the first version of the new story flow prototype yes. as well. And now I've kind of taken that on. Mm. Um, but a lot of the ideas that were in that first version have still Yeah, through, absolutely. Really, mm. We did make some really key discoveries. Absolutely. And we've, we'd, in totally, how, how many versions of that particular element have we done we've done maybe five prototypes or it's something. been a really interesting yeah. actually because the prototyping of that has been it's been a really classic difficult prototype and you have one and then you have another one which tweaks it and then another one which tweaks it and another one which tweaks it and then there was a bit of a hiatus and then you came into the office Joe at some point and went right I've just I've come up with something which is probably completely crazy but I quite mm. like it <laughs> and it was the kind of the most recent version yeah and we all went Oh, that's the one. And it was like, yeah, we had to go through the other ones, which was sort of slightly more, I don't know, pedestrian in their approach yeah. to get to something which was really, I think, is quite different. Hmm. So, And that's not completely I'm, either, I'm, but... I'm going to go a little bit further because I don't think it's really spoiling any, anything for t- anyone, really. But, I mean, the story is going to be in a 3D scene, which isn't really, like, too surprising given that we've said that we're using Unity. Um, and we're... What's interesting, because I think we have talked about this before, actually, is okay. that we have to... Right, 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 right. I'll <laughs> hit the kill switch, <laughs> which is this cushion. I'm going to... <laughs> and this is something that I'm actually going to talk about in my GDC talk next year, is that we've taken ink, and instead of using ink as um, a format to literally write interactive prose, we're using it to construct what we're sort of calling interactive film scripts in that they are scripts that have dialogue and they have kind of um, stage directions and things like that. And that powers the game completely directly. Um, but the script does not form... It, it, it's, its sole purpose isn't just the words of the story. It's kind of... It directs the, the stage, which is a really interesting direction to take because it gives us all of the kind of the ability to do branching and do really interesting narrative um, but with visuals that are actually mm. 
Mm. With more with graphical. Um, with the associated art cost of like yes. not allowing anyone to pick anything up, not so having more than twenty part... people in a room at any point. <laughs> so part <laughs> of what's been slow for us, I guess, in the past year is the fact that we don't have any full time artists on the team and we've always worked with contractors and part of the problem is just finding the right people for what we Mm, what we're envisaging what we want to do and and for the scale of what we want to do because i think yeah one of the problems that we one of the problems that i think we're becoming a house style really is our games have a lot of corners and nooks and crannies to them and i feel that's that's it wasn't where i started from in terms of what i thought interactive fiction should be Mm. but the more that we do it the more it feels just great it's just so great yeah um yeah and And i guess this is a real cost associated with it when you're moving into a sort of vision, more visual direction. Yeah. And I feel like um, as we push in this direction, we're really expanding the scope of what I feel like, yeah, interactive fiction can encompass mm. really. Mm. And expanding the scope of what video games can be mm. as well. Like that's the plan. Broadly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as, as a company, I've, I feel like that's the direction that we're always pushing in is yeah. we have this, this just this niggling feeling that narrative in games can be so much more than what they are right now mm. though next time we do this can we do then xkcd art style please unless we actually have the star wars license and budget <laughs> i don't know i feel like well it is quite difficult trying to well there's another inkle cast in the question of if you had the star wars budget what would you do and would you yeah, Star Wars. exactly. You do well, Star Wars. <laughs> you, you, you make this film, right? Because it's what J.J. Abrams did. You make this film about this, this young person who's a Jedi but doesn't know it, who goes and burns up a Death Star. That's the film that you make. You don't make any other film. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, a game so... game set in space in desert environments or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Maybe with some <laughs> telekinesis and, and comedy robots. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Um, no clues. Uh, yeah, so I think we, we're kind of getting to the end of this little, the vaguest Inklecast we've ever done. So yeah. from that, you can learn that we're working on a game and it's not done yet, but we like it. And We're really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, we are quite excited about it. I mean, it does feel like definitely a new hope. For our, our company. <laughs> <laughs> well, making it sound like we're genuinely making Star Wars. We're, no, definitely, we're, we're definitely not, not making, making Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> but, but maybe we should start any vehicle cast on a pun. Who knows? Maybe that should be something we should aim for. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Mm.